I want to invite you to turn back with me to 1 John chapter 2. I've been on this, uh, this series of teaching now. I don't know how, how many weeks we've been on this series of teaching. But it's good. And it's going to get even better. Every day we get better. Amen. Every day we get better. Amen. That's a blessing. So in 1 John, the epistle of John. Hallelujah. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. I may even read from both because I have a comparison Bible. So I have the King James and I have an Amplified Bible, both translation, same pages. So I may switch from both uh, translation in order to give us more clarity or understanding. Hallelujah. As the Holy Spirit constantly give us revelation and insight into this very important truth. Look at verse 27 from the King James Bible. But the anointing which you have received. Okay. Right there you need to make a mark. You need to make some type of notation in that statement. You have received. You have received. Hallelujah. Now, I, I went to the Greek concordance. And it's good as believers. Don't, don't make the mistaken idea that only preachers are to study. That, that, that is a foregone uh, conclusion that the preachers do all the studying and you do all the listening. That, that is not true. The Bible says study. He didn't say preachers study. He says study. He's talking to all of us. Study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that need not be ashamed but rightly dividing the word. Just on that statement alone if the word of God has to be rightly divided, that means it can be administered or divided or shared wrongly. So I always tell people, bring your Bible, bring whatever device you have with the Bible, notebook, pad, write down scriptures and go back and read those scriptures and ask the Holy Spirit to show and reveal to you what he has to say to you about that particular scripture. Hallelujah. Because it's not yours until you have it. It has to be your revelation. So the Bible, the New Testament, was originally written in Greek. Then it was translated into the English language. And some of the significance in words in the Greek was law in the translation. But the Greek, what the Greek does, and you study the Greek, it will give you more insight into words. You're living in a word world. Amen. And words can be strong and words can be weak. The Greek has a strong, strong word language. For an example, say I'm with you, Pastor. I, I'm tracked. Take the word love for an example. We in the English speaking people, that's us, we say I love but not. I love my dog. I love my wife. I love my husband. Well, you know, you don't, you, you think that people would know that you don't love your wife like you do banana. Right. But there's no, there's no emphasis put on that. Okay. You, you wonder if people really love their spouses as much as they love banana or, or love their car. Don't shout me down. I'm going to make a good statement here now. Well, the Greek, I said that to say this, the Greek has the word love in four different words. Never say you love some Something. Say you love someone. You can't love. You remember the song say, yeah, it's so good to love someone and someone love you back. Come on, y'all don't look at me like that. Like you're, I'm going to talk to this side over. Y'all look at me like, we don't remember that song. Okay. Y'all remember that song? Now, some people may say, I'm, I'm picky on words. And they're right. I am. All right. There's four loves in the Greek, which is agape. Agape is unconditional love. It's the God kind of love and it's the love that each of us have in our heart because God's love is shed abroad according to Romans chapter 5 verse 5. God's love is shed abroad in our hearts by who? The Holy Spirit. Okay. Right? Then there is phileo. 
love. When Jesus talked to Peter, he said, do you love me? He said, do you agape me? And Peter in conversation said, I phileo you. Phileo is a friendship love. It's, it's when two people have thing in common. You agree and get along, but it is so fragile. It can be strengthened, but it is not as great as, a, as agape love. Because if there's a disagreement, phileo will be put on hold, right? Because it's an emotional love. How many of you know your emotions do like a roller coaster? It depends on what you're thinking. It gauges your emotions. You think on something sad, your emotions goes down. You think on something happy, your emotion goes up. It's, it's a roller coaster. Then you have what we call, in the Greek word is eros, E-R-O-S. We get our word from it in the English, erotic. That's where we get erotic love or romantic love between a husband and a wife. Are you listening? To? Then we have the Greek word storage, which is a family love. So already I give you four Greek words that means love, but we in the English only say love. Right? So I said all that to say that's why it's important for you and I to do some studying. Don't depend on the preachers. Don't depend on nobody but yourself. Biblical education is something that is essential because with faith, it please God. God, God will put you over regardless of your level of education because faith please God. I mean, you should be educated and get your educated education, but education and wisdom the wisdom of God is two different things. Hallelujah. You know where I work at, they pay people for what they know. But that's backward. You should pay people for what they do with what they know. I got all these degrees. I you put a resume, all the degrees, all these degrees, all these degrees. But you haven't did any work in those areas. You know nothing about that. You just know it mentally. But you have not experienced it by actually putting it to practice. So when, when this Greek word, which is anointing, everybody say anointing. You're still tracking with me? The Greek word for anointing is charisma. Charisma. You ever heard them say that that individual have a charismatic personality? All that charisma, gift. Charisma, the anointing. What that's the Greek word here. Now, in the old in the Old Testament, in, in Exodus, like in Exodus chapter 30, it talks about the anointed oil. The anointed oil. Now we're going to get into that once we once the Holy Spirit released me from talking about the anointing within you. Everybody say the anointing within me. Come on, put your hands up. See, we're, we're not talking about yet the anointing upon you. Right now we're talking about the anointing in the believer. Right? There's an anointing within us. Hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about. And this, the Greek word is charisma. Charisma. Hallelujah. It says here it signifies an anointing which has been experienced. So he's talking to people. John is talking to people and he's talking to us. He's talking to people that has actually been recreated or they're new creatures in Christ. And he's telling them what I'm sharing with you. You have experienced this. I was a sinner. I'm not a sinner anymore. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. So are you. You've been, if you made Jesus the Lord of your life, the Holy Spirit came on you and recreated your spirit. Who are you? What do you have or possess? So our spirit used to be what? Dead, right? Spiritually dead. Meaning we had the nature of Satan on the inside of our spirit. The scripture calls it darkness. Spiritual dark, ignorance of God, apart from God. I remember this day, around about September, October, when I just wanted to die. I guess the death in me was overtaking my mind, and now my mind and emotions telling me, you just want to die. Well, I was killing myself slowly in the way, drinking all that crazy liquor, you know, flying down the road and all that crazy. The devil was trying to kill us anyway. That, that stuff in us, he was putting it in us, which was spiritual death, so we would kill ourselves. So I'm saying, dear God, let me die, get it over. He said, I'm not a killer, I'm a life giver. And then this power was hovering over me. Now, 
I know I, I experienced this. Now I'm, I'm sharing with you what I experienced. I couldn't give you knowledge at that moment what was going on, but I can now. That's what I'm saying. John said, I'm writing to people that have experienced it, yeah. but I want to give you knowledge on your experience. Yeah. Because that experience shouldn't just lie dormant on the inside of you. That experience has to exhale. You have to grow in that. And uh, he said, and I'm, I'm referring to the anointing. You don't just want to walk around and say, I got an anointing. I got an anointing on the inside of me. Well, what is the purpose for the anointing on the inside of you? And so when I said, dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sin. Come, that power that hovered over me came in me. Now, in, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says, darkness was upon the very face of the deep. How many remember that scripture? We'll have time to turn there. But you remember that scripture? It says the spirit of God, what? Hovered over the very face of of the deep. He hovered over the earth. Now, I want to say this very quickly. I want you to remember this, that the God did not create according to Isaiah chapter 47, I believe, 45, I believe it is. God did not create the earth not to be inhabited. So Genesis chapter one to Genesis chapter three, we know something happened. And, and, and they say, and the earth was without form. Actually, in the Hebrew, that word is it became because it wasn't like that. Something happened between verse one and verse three. I know what happened, but I don't have time to get into it. I'm just I'm just telling you that you can see the spirit of God hovering over darkness. Thank you for watching the Oasis of Love TV 10 minute workout. This teaching is available to you in its entirety on our Oasis of Love TV YouTube channel. We would love for you to subscribe, like, and share our video teachings today. This message was brought to you by our patrons at Love Center Family Church, Joseph and Deborah Hill Ministries, and the financial contributions of our faith partners like you worldwide. If you would like to become a faith partner, you can do so by sowing a seed of any amount at Dollar Sign Kingdom Rule. That's Dollar Sign Kingdom Rule via Cash App. PayPal or Gively. If you need prayer, you can do so by calling us at 757-539-7079. That's 757-539-7079. And if you're in the Tidewater area of Virginia, please be our guest by visiting us at Love Center Family Church at 362 East Washington Street in Suffolk, Virginia. Services are Sundays at 11 a.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And remember to reach out to the world with the love of God. And remember, God loves you just as much as he loved Jesus and faith and the anointing worketh by God's love. You have a great week.